listen, God is great, and he is greatly to be praised. We give him glory on this day, another day that he has granted unto us, no goodness that we've done of our own self, but because of his grace and his mercy, that is from everlasting unto everlasting, hallelujah, that is the God that we serve, the God that cares and concerns about you and your situation. Hallelujah to the Lamb of God. Well, welcome to With Purpose, our purpose podcast. It is podcast time with you in mind. Understand your purpose, your identity in Christ Jesus. For we have to know who we are and to whom it is that we belong. And that's none other than to our maker, our creator, our sustainer, the giver of our life. Jehovah God. Hallelujah to the Lamb. Well, we're still traveling with Brother Luke, and we're up to chapter 11 as of yesterday, and I hope you are enjoying this this outpouring of the Holy Spirit that is teaching and guiding us along life journey, using the footsteps of Jesus, as sometimes we use that M&L, what would Jesus do, what would Jesus do when he and through the eyes of Luke, he he gives us great, great description, circumstance, situations that he walked through, that he dealt with, dealing with church folks, winning souls for Christ, being endowed with the power of God from on high. He gives great teachings, parables, and instructions for us to follow. And we've made it up to chapter 11 as he is there with his disciples once again training them teaching them and one asked father teach us how to pray teach us how to pray and we get the the model prayer right here which is what we call now the lord's prayer and he prayed everything that he prayed every word of it covers everything that we need to talk to god about he called him our father which we acknowledge him as our God and respect and humble submission unto him we belong to him that's how he starts it out and he go on you know to forgive us of our sins you know bless us this that give us this day and the most important part of that and we've did the, the model prayer before and you know it's some words that got changed in, um, in translation and you'll see and most often you'll hear but you see printed on plaques and things of that nature that when when Jesus prayed that his will be done in earth in earth a lot of time you see it on earth that will be done on earth But it's very important to understand that when you say that will be done within earth, you're talking about yourself. That will be done in me as it is in heaven. Know that our soul comes from God. Hallelujah. And when the spirit of God connects with our soul here on earth, we submit unto him that will be done not my will, but your will be done in me as it is in heaven. It is already written. Your story has been written, as we always say, from the beginning. 
but it has to be done within you that it may continue to play out <clears throat> the part and the purpose that you were sent here to do. So make sure we teach our children that thy will be done in earth, in me, as it is in heaven. That is our, our, our prayer every day, Lord, that we, our steps is ordered by you and that we do your good and your perfect will. And as he continues to teach you, he points out they always call them that generational generational vipers and he is directing that at the then church who is being led by the Pharisees the scribes and the lawyers those who were really cunning with their speech and they desired to be worshipped the same mentality that Eve had that draw that allowed the slick talking snake to draw her away was the same mentality that the leadership of the church had during that time it is the frame of mind that they had they wanted to be worshipped they wanted to be served the best of the best they wanted to have the best place they wanted to be seen because of the great speech and the articulate words that they would put out there but there was no substance from the inside and he said you have to be set apart that light that has to come from within you it must shine so bright that someone see it and they are drawn to it he told them don't let your light be darkness hmm can light be dark don't let your light be darkness don't let what people are drawn to you for pull them down pull them down away from God into a dark place. Let your light shine that they are drawn to God, not pulled away from God. Don't overload, you know, take, we take, sometimes you see the church, take the word, what they perceive as the word of God and beat people over the head with it. God did not mean for his word to be that. He did not mean for it to be a burden unto those who serve. It shouldn't be a burden. And, and what he what he's talking about, you know, the Pharisees and the, and the, the sacrifices and the offerings that they did and the tithes that they did, it wasn't really a sacrifice for them. They did it for boasting rights. So that, you know, other people that didn't have they was made to be ashamed. You remember Jesus went into, and we might not make it, and I don't know if Luke talked about it, but Jesus went into the temple and they were selling um, the partridges and the doves and stuff, you know, the, thing, the animals that were sacrificed for the different sins, and they were selling it in the temple, and he went in there and he overturned the table, and he threw them out of the temple and told them, you have made my the house of prayer a den of thieves. This is what he was talking about. They sacrifice. They could. They could afford to sacrifice this thing, but then there was ones that was selling, selling the sacrifice to the poor that couldn't afford it. So they felt like that their sins wasn't forgiven because they didn't have the money to buy the sacrifice. Yeah, mm -hmm. and 
that that's where it became a burden to the people and Jesus told told the Lord as, as they were searching prepare me a body prepare me a body I'll be the ultimate sacrifice I'll go down and I will redeem man there shall not be any more shedding and sprinkling of blood this is the ultimate sacrifice he died for the poor. He died for the rich. He died for the saved. He died for the unsaved. He reigned over the just as well as the unjust. There is no stipulation. The only thing that he requires of you, he said, confess with your mouth. Repent of your sins. Acknowledge him as your Lord and Savior. That he died for you and that he rose again. He is the ultimate sacrifice you would do that and then pick up your cross come after come on after me because our journey again reads like his journey you're gonna lose some friends you're gonna gain some friends you're gonna lose some things but know that all things are working mm -hmm. for your good it wasn't for you in the first place if it walked off and left you if you lost it it wasn't never yours it was an illusion. But seek ye first the kingdom of heaven and his righteousness. And he goes on and he talks about uh, uh, the parable, parable about the spirit leaving the man after he he is now converted. The spirit leaves the man, leaves the house. Talking about the temple of the body of the man. That unclean spirit leaves and he goes out and he wanders around a while and then he comes back and finds that the house is swept and clean. Now here he's talking about you have to be filled with the Holy Ghost. Holy Ghost, he, 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 he used it in a way, he said, now you have a friend uh, that uh, knock on your door in the late hours of the night that has a guest that has arrived at their home and they're seeking bread. They're, they're seeking something to feed them with. I hadn't, can I borrow something from you? He said, now if it's your friend, they're not going to turn them, turn you away saying, uh, you know, this is a late hour. Come back again another time, another day. I'm here with my family. Get away from here. No, if he's that's your friend, he's going to give up and make sure you have what you need to serve others be a service to others in order and what he's saying in order to be a service to others through by the will of God you got to be filled hallelujah with the spirit of God he's now if you ask of God he will send the Holy Spirit to you in order for you to partake to give to others that's the bread of life man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word. Come on, somebody. That proceeded out of the mouth of God. He said, now ask of the Father, and he'll give it to you. He will give you the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost is the one that teaches you all things. Bring all things back to your remembrance. He is the one that fills you up in order for you to be able to give. In order for you to be able to shine. In order for you to be able to birth out, it can only come through by the Holy Ghost. 
That's what he's saying here. So you got to be filled. So once those, those spirits are, you know, the ways that you took on of this world, you have now escaped because now you are walking in fullness and holiness of God. Reality in my identity. I've been identified. I have my purpose. Now you got to be filled. The keeper. The one that seals us unto the day that Christ returns. And we're filled. Have to be filled. Because this is what he said. He said that 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 uh spirit, it goes out in the wilderness. Come back and see you doing well. He's gonna go out and get seven more. Worse than himself. And if he finds that you're not filled, he's gonna enter back in. And then your estate is worse than it was before. So it's very important, very important to seek out the word of God. Seek him wholeheartedly to be filled by the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah to the Lamb of God. This is a good chapter here. I could go on and on and on, but ah, it is more. The best is yet to come. You all be blessed. Be safe out there on today as you travel up and down the dangerous highways and byways. Until we meet again.